This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Dawn was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness. We're brand was doing CrossFit all alone. His squats opened a wormhole, and that's what led them here. The trap inside a magic studio. The adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Bradley and Dawn. A Mike Ganger production. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, a Mike Ganger production. You just heard it from Rocco there. Now, a part of our childhood memorabilia has been sold off to rich people. Where are you calling home from, E.T.? Some rich person's house? Oh, no. <laughs> Somebody rescue E.T. Bradley, what happened? Okay, so a bit of our childhood, as you said, just got auctioned off. You might be happy about this. You might be sad. But let me tell you the story first, because this is what I saw that caught my eye. And then I'll tell you why it caught my eye. I haven't been allowed to click yet. Oh, no, that's right. Okay. The original mechatronic model of the little alien from Steven Spielberg's iconic, now classic, 1982 sci-fi film, E.T., the extraterrestrial, sold over the weekend. For $2.56 million. Is this one of a kind? Yeah, this was actually the actual. This is actually the actual. The OG, the original mechatronic model of E.T. So like the thing that was like. Yeah, the little robot. The thing. Don't say robot. It's not 1949. (laughs) I like to say robot. That's how they used to say it. I know. No, literally, old radio plays. Yeah. The Rubits. The Robits. The Rubits are coming. Anyway, yes, this is the original Rubit of E.T. Hi, Don. <laughs> I'm back. Yeah. But here's the creepy thing. Look at it. Okay. Open it up. This is what got auctioned off at Jul. I think it was at Julian's. Yeah, Julian's auctions, <gasps> along oh, with Turner Classic Movies. It doesn't have its skin. No, they stole E.T.'s skin. Who? That's creepy. They just, uh, d- what happened? Did it's like it very, rot? It's very Silence of the Lambs. It's just a stripped down thing that makes you know it's a robot. It's a robot. Yeah, but $2.56 million for Does this iconic piece of history. I don't know. Why do you follow up questions? Why, you have a lot of questions. Can you not just be excited <laughs> for this iconic piece of your youth? I'm not excited because someone bought it and it's going to just sit in somebody's house. And they're going to look at it. Are you just jealous it's not your house? No, I just don't believe in selling off all of this cool stuff just to the highest bidder. Why? It should be in a museum. It should be in the Smithsonian. Oh, okay. Do you own any pieces of memorabilia? 
No, I don't. I was going to buy Laura Palmer's coffin from Twin Peaks. That was for sale. But that's not supposed to be in a museum. Nah. That's just I just think you might fans. be kind of bitter. Um, I'm not bitter. I just don't think that this stuff should be in okay. homes. So I just wanted to um, tell the audience really quickly, too. So that 80, uh, or excuse me, 80, what did I say, 84? That 1981 uh, model goes along with what's called a maquette. And I didn't know this until I looked it up. But a maquette, it was like a, a even smaller model that of E.T. Oh. that Steven Spielberg signed off on um, just to be like, yeah, that's the thing. That's what I want. And then they went and built this robot. Um, but the maquette sold for $125,000. And that was just the model of what they wanted to do. Yeah, like the little, like, the mini E.T. And then the bike, that BMX bike that was ridden by Greg in the film, that sold for $115,000. Now, the whole reason all this was being sold off as part of Julian's, along with TCM Turner Classic Movies auction experience, was because it's the 40th anniversary of the film. Do you feel old? You are. Oh, God. And because uh, you and I grew up at the same time. Yeah. Except you were a little bit younger than me. Just a teen. And you aren't. You were afraid of E.T. I was terrified of E.T. We saw it at a. By the way, I still want to get back to why you don't think these things should okay. be bought sure, sure, by sure. people. Yeah. But yes, really quickly, I was terrified, mortified. We went to see it at the drive in. Oh. I sat on the roof because didn't you ever do that as a kid when your parents took you to the drive-in? You sit on the roof. Your I don't car. remember going to the drive-in with my parents. Okay, just I as used a to, teen with other teens. We used to do like the double feature mm-hmm. where they play like Star Wars, and then the second movie I'd go to sleep in the back seat because it would probably be like a yeah an adult film, not an adult <laughs> film, but like a film for <laughs> right. You know, it'd be like. Um, I'm trying to think of a movie, but something I would something not want to watch. That, yeah. right? right. I do remember looking over the seat at one point and there were boobs and I was like, oh, God. And I went back to sleep. <gasps> wow. But boobs back on to the E.T. Big screen. Okay. <laughs> but back to E.T. I was on top of the vehicle and like really excited to see this movie. I saw the creature and started screaming and crying. <laughs> did uh, Did you hear other children crying and screaming <laughs> from other cars? <laughs> no, but maybe they, they did. It was just really creepy for me. And then also really sad. Mm. You know, I I've, I realized, though, that like I've sort of internalized E.T. in that pop culture way. I think we all did as kids. What what was your reaction? I loved it. My dad took me to see it. My mom didn't go to movies a lot. OK, Um. so I saw Popeye. Mm. I saw the Dark Crystal and I saw E.T. I loved the Dark Crystal. Me, too. So, dark. so my dad's the one that would take me to movies and it was like special time Mm -hmm. that my dad loved you know to go to the movies that's awesome that you had that yeah and i loved it i was a little scared of the medical stuff yeah i was because i wanted et to live yes i was afraid he was gonna die and i I started to get upset but it wasn't i wasn't afraid of him when he first came out of the corn i'm like what is it and but i wasn't like ooh, that is a as alexis thompson is also scared what is that weird tootsie roll turd of course, you would have. She would have that reaction. She's Let's also afraid t- of it. Are we? The, how old is Alexis? Um, you know, I. She's I, younger. Than she's me. younger. She must yeah. have been really young. So she must have been really young because I was like seven when the mm-hmm. movie came out. 
Um, Mike, did you ever see E.T.? No, actually, I didn't. You've never seen it? I'm sorry. I never saw it as a child. I went and did the ride um, when we went to Disney. Sorry, went to Universal Studios and did the ride. And it was like, oh, that was really cool. And then I wanted to watch the movie. But that was the only reason. Yeah, you didn't have. And you're in your 30s, right? 36, 36. yeah. 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 So, but but for us, Don, like our generation specifically, E.T. is just like, I mean, it's just a foundational I it think was for most such a big blockbuster our... movie that was like, wait till you see this. Yeah. I remember there was a big darn deal about it. So it doesn't surprise me that somebody shelled out 26, what did I say? 2.65 2. 6. <laughs> just mil. increased the price. Yeah. $2.56 million dollars for one thing. Now, part of our childhood, bye. I need to get back to this thought that you had out loud, which was that people shouldn't own these things. I don't Tell like me more a bunch about of, this. I don't like that. Um, I want all of this stuff to be preserved because nothing is tangible anymore. Everything's digital. Mm. So I want the real things to be placed in a place where everyone can enjoy them. Mm-hmm. I'm not jealous or mad about them having the money. Yeah. I just don't think it's right for someone to go. I want it. Mine, mine, mine. You know, you like, know, I have money, mine, mine, mine. I totally get that. But, like, uh, at what level? Are we talking just specific things? Like, or, for example, Zach Efron's outfit from Dirty Grandpa. Did you, do you have it? Yeah. <laughs> what? I own it. <laughs> we were talking about this auction oh. from Dirty Grandpa, and it was stuff. This was during our Zach Efron phase. Uh-huh. When, when I we, know. <laughs> Oh, trust me. I mean, does Mike need to catch up? No, I was actually, I heard this story. Yeah. So okay. we were obsessed with Zac Efron and they had an auction from uh, Bad Grandpa. Did I say Dirty, Dirty Grandpa? Grandpa. Bad what is Grandpa. it? Bad Grandpa? Bad Grandpa. I didn't see it. I didn't either. <laughs> but they had an auction. I was like, oh my God, I could buy Zac Efron, like something that Zac Efron wore during this film. Yeah, it was next to his body. Well, it was like on his body. It was body, on his body. Right? Yeah, not next to So I ended up buying it for way more than I wanted to. And now I own this bag of clothes that Zach Efron once wore, and it just sits in a box in my basement. No, like, you need to shadow box it. I do? Yeah, ask Alexis. Okay, what does that mean? That means that, you know, like a, you know, like a, a shadow box. Like it's a frame, but it has stuff inside oh. for you to mount a thing in. And it's a shadow box. But I don't know that I really want to be like, hey, guys, and here's it's like Zac his Efron's outfit. outfit from Dirty Bad Grandpa. It's Dirty Grandpa, by the way. Bad Grandpa is a character that Jack asked created. Oh, okay. Thank you. I'm Dirty confusing Grandpa, myself. Dirty Grandpa. 2016. Yeah. Robert De Niro's in it. I didn't see this, but are they t- tiny yellow shorts? Like, what does it look it's like? It's like uh, uh, colored denim. Okay. <laughs> A shirt. I forget what kind of button-down shirt. It's not a. It's kind of a homely outfit, honestly. Is it okay? And like some loafers. How much do you mind saying? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. What? <laughs> oh, that sounds like Muppet Babies. What parents. would you think what? it would go for? <laughs> oh, I don't know that I ever told Jamie this, by the way. I mean, he knows he doesn't that listen, does he? It. Sure, no, he not. No. Nobody who knows uh, him about, listens either, right? How about five hundred? Oh no, not that much. Okay, not that much. Oh well, fine. I was going to buy Laura three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars. That's a good price. But that's not memorabilia that someone's going to be like, God, I wonder where the outfit that so Zach Efron wore. Is it okay wore to and... own that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
It or is. do I need to give it to a museum? No, no museum will take it. Now, let's go back to the little tidbit that you shared, which we have overlooked. Oh, I don't you know. You almost bought a coffin? Yeah, Laura Palmer's um, casket was up for sale. Be like for thousands of dollars. And it by was the way, I'm $700. A, and I thought... It was only $700? Yeah, like, Why didn't you buy it? Well, I thought, it. I better not. That thing's going to be worth... Fa- like. Way more than that now. Right. Laura Palmer, spoiler alert. <laughs> it's not <laughs> it was, a spoiler. It's is, the, like, like premise. Who killed Laura Palmer is the premise of Twin Peaks, yeah. the show from 1991, 92. Which, by the way, one is of my, my favorite, favorite of, show all time. of all time. I have a tattoo. You actually were wearing her uh, last week. Or yeah, was it I had her in a little week? emblem around yeah. my neck. A yeah, little, you were wearing yeah. a little Laura Palmer necklace. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't care for the redo no no no. i i have to admit i was not impressed with it and it was too stupid for it if you're just joining us um too stupid yeah i felt like i wasn't smart enough to get all of it and then i'm like do i want to follow all these because i know a lot of david lynch's language how he says this means this and cherry pie means Nostalgia yep. from the fifties, and you know this is represented, but it was so complex. Yep, 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 The little man who speak, yeah, yeah, that's in the red room. But um, no, I so I got into that, um, but I felt like, yeah, I mean, we can go on another time about that. But it was so, so dense, you, and so many new characters. I was like, I can't take it. If you just joined us, they auctioned off the OG ET mechanical figure, mm-hmm. uh, or as Don calls it, Rubit. Um, and that got us talking about auctioning things off in general. And you're so basically if you, it's a nostalgic piece of huge movie history, you think it should go to a museum like Judy Garland's red slippers well, and ruby slippers like that kind of stuff needs to be not belonged by one person. You know that you have something in common then with Debbie Reynolds, the late Debbie Reynolds. Oh, because the late Debbie Reynolds had one of the largest, if not the largest, collections of Hollywood memorabilia and single-handedly saved most of the oh. iconic pieces of from the golden age of Hollywood. I didn't from know From the that. scrap heap or the dump. Right. Because she was around Hollywood at the time that the golden age of Hollywood was winding down. That's where she got her start. And she saw all of these amazing set pieces, costumes. Um, all you know, like the Marilyn Monroe dresses that everybody goes crazy for. Yeah, she just was like trotting around the studio lot, back lots. Like, you guys are getting rid of this? No, give it to me. And she amassed this gigantic collection, which she then turned into uh, a show mm. at her casino off the Vegas Strip, which oh no longer God. exists. Oh no! But it was one of the greatest misfortunes of my life that I never got to go to Debbie Reynolds Casino to see the show because they would, by all accounts, they would put like, you know, Marilyn Monroe dress and a set piece together on a big, like. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, floating tab, uh, what do you call that? Like a big floating panel. Mm. And you would sit in the audience and these big panels would come up and then they would Ooh. tell you about the, the movie that it was from. Well... Later in life, she got done wrong by a lot of men and so was forced to uh, sell that collection Ah! and break it up. And then after she died, of course, um, you know, the remaining pieces sort of went were auctioned off. And so now they're in the hands of like all sorts of people. But to your point, she truly believed that these things needed to be in a museum, Mm -hmm. that they needed to be a collection because they were representative of a single thing. And so... I just want you to know you're in great company. But in the end, her over 3,500 costumes and 20,000 original photographs yeah. sold through a series of auctions. Yeah. And she ha- and, and that happened multiple times because over the years she would have to like part with stuff in God. order to. And this was like one of her great, you know, the great tragedies of her life. Oh. But nonetheless, your point is well made, Dawn. And I think that the Smithsonian Institution or somebody should. You know. Yeah, why don't we have an entire wing of the Smithsonian that is just, I mean, they don't they do? do. They, they do, need but, more. They need to build on. Yeah. Oh, boy. Hey, when we come back, should we do some Dirt Alerts with Holly? Let's do it. And All maybe right. she'll cheer us up a little bit. Okay, bye. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. I'm here with all the latest from Hollywood. It's our friend Holly Roberts doing a dirty Doing a dirty? (laughs) That's what we call the journalers now. (laughs) Doing a dirty. You didn't know? That was an email. Didn't you get that? Uh, Wonderful. Now I will be adding to the fatberg. That is the dirty because I need a wet wipe. I don't know what that means, but I, I have do, plenty I in do. here. I've got plenty in here for you. You talked about it yesterday. Yeah, remember what me. a fatberg is? Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. I know. Don't put stuff down your drains. Yeah, please don't. Allhero.com. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you guys talk about Edie Falco on The View? No. On Friday. Mm-mm. So she's an avatar the way of water. Did you know? Did, Edie Falco? Edie Falco. From TV's The Sopranos? Yes, from TV's The Sopranos. Oh. Nurse Jackie herself. She has a role in Avatar the Way of Water. She plays a general. And Edie Falco admitted that she thought Avatar had been released years ago <gasps> and it was a box office flop. Because oh. she didn't hear anything about it. Oh, oh. my God. That's so great. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. So she was on The View on Friday. And she had actually come to terms with the fact that she thought Avatar hadn't done well at the box office because she never really heard much buzz about the movie. Well, <laughs> that it's been 13 years. She's She was busy then. She's like, maybe... I got my paycheck. It's fine. <laughs> well, basically, Dawn, because she said someone told her eventually that, no, honey, Avatar The Way of Water hasn't been released yet. And she's like, well, geez, I shot this like four years ago. And then she said, I've been busy doing stuff. And then somebody mentioned Avatar. And I thought, oh, I guess it came out. It didn't do very well. Oh my God. <laughs> and they're like, ma'am, I love it. we need you to do press 
price for this. What? Yeah. Because she's not getting any money off the back end. Yeah. Well, she's, she said I hadn't heard anything. Th- and uh, oh, well, it happens. You know, she's just a workaday actress. Wow. <laughs> she got her fee. I love that she admits this. Yes. Because most people would be like, oh, my God, I can't tell anyone. Yeah. Well, That's you have right. to, right? Like, and also, great job getting attention for the film. Yes. Yeah. Congratulations. You know, she was on The View, and it uh, looks like she plays a, a kick-butt general. I don't know if she's considered a good guy or a bad guy in this movie. General Ardmore. Oh. Which mm. means nothing to me. No. Yeah, I, I'm not familiar. I don't remember much of the world. No. No. That, you know, that's the thing. Avatar came out in 2009. We don't remember a lot about it's the first Pocahontas. one. I still that's have this, like, weird mental block where I thought it was like early 2000s and for some reason I just can't picture myself I remember being in the theater and seeing the end scene that's what I remember I don't remember that being 2009 it seems like it was 2003 so I don't know either I blacked out six years of my life possible uh, I just I'm got a faulty memory no i also feel like it was from 1999 or something because it's just so long ago i mean what is time anyways we're only on this particular frequency at the moment that's right don't worry about it kim kardashian making headlines for her ridiculous outfit that she wore over the weekend to three different parties oh she's she's allowing other people i read that now she has made way for people to wear the same outfit to three different parties Oh, that was her? Yeah, she did this. Oh, that's so nice. So now it's okay for us. And by the way, the outfit for the audience, this is the one with like the midriff showing black t shirt and leather pants. She's wearing a vintage concert t shirt of the Dr. Dre Up and Smoke tour. She's cropped it, but it looks like what they've done is they've tucked the shirt underneath to create a crop effect. Mm. And then she's wearing bedazzled boot cut leather pants. Yeah. Great. But why is this a thing? Because she wore it to a holiday party, Bradley, and apparently, according to Page Six and some folks on the internet, it wasn't holiday-themed enough. <sighs> I don't care. Oh my God. This is, this is the one say she... you don't care. Oh, I don't about care with, Kim? I don't... What about Holly? No, I'm not saying I don't care about Holly or the story. I'm just saying, like, Kim. <laughs> I'd wear that outfit to a holiday yes, party. Yes, you look so in good in it. In the year 2023. Two. What are we in? Two. Yeah. If if somebody shows up to a holiday party, I don't care what they're wearing. Right? Like that. We don't care well, anymore. We, we care. I shopped Do for an we? outfit, and then I never wore it because I didn't go. Okay. But Holly looked great at the holiday she party. Did, but she was not wearing this outfit. No. You could though. You could pull it off. Maybe I'll try someday. But those pants look a little bedazzled tight. leather pants. It just yeah. looks swassy. I was gonna say you need to put down some paper towel because it's gonna yeah. get a little well, noise. Gassy too, because it's so tight. Well, yeah, nothing's yes. escaping out of there. Ooh. Huh? Oh, it's so good to have fart noises with you again, Holly. Yeah. When we come back, do you got some blind items for sure us? Do. All right, we'll be right back. Every pure intention my talk 1071 everything entertainment the adventures of bradley and dawn and you know what holly roberts is here with her cryptic clues for holiday blind items you're not holiday blind items go ahead holly did you just make that up okay 
This C-list celebrity who always likes to wear red. No, we're not doing holiday <laughs> blind items. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah, uh, let me just tell you. Uh, now, Dawn, sometimes our friend N.T. Lawyer leaves us a little high and dry as far as mm, the new bumper crop of, yeah, of blind items. Really? So we're going to revisit some. Bef- but first, yeah. before we do that, uh, let's do a couple of new ones that okay. he's offered up. All right. As NT Lawyer's been telling you for months, this foreign-born AA-list actress, who's an Oscar winner and nominee, has already split from her husband. At some point this press tour, she will make that announcement public. <sighs> Well, so she's a foreign-born A-list actress, mm-hmm. actor. Mm-hmm. I should know better. Um, she's already split from her husband. She's on a press tour now? Yeah. Oh. Is she someone oh. in Avatar? Zoe Saldana? No. Okay. But is she an Avatar? No. Okay. okay. Is it like a Babylon? Yeah. Okay, oh. what's her name? Oh, I can Anna see her. Armis? No, she's not. No, she's not in that. Mm-mm. God, I can see her. You said foreign born? Yes. Oh, who is I can see her. I can see I her. I can see her. Can Babylon. you give me uh, Margot Robbie? Good job, Mike. Yes! Yes! Good job, Mike. Good. Oh, wow. Um And who's she married to? Some or, guy. Oh, okay. So we don't He's know. Gonna, who we, so it's if it's some guy then He's going to be really sad. Yeah. Well, if we don't know who he is. Yeah. He's, well, he's probably even more sad because what NT Lawyer is saying in this blind item is that Margot Robbie is already divorced from this guy. Oh. And at some point on this Babylon press tour, she's going to make that announcement public. I see. That's a bummer. Yeah. I'm really interested in this movie. I don't know anything about it. I keep seeing it, and they keep titillating me with uh, the phrase the golden age of Hollywood. Um, this is like. Horny singing in the rain. Oh, is it based on anything real? <laughs> well, it's based on like, the like silent. Jimmy Reynolds got real horny backstage. <laughs> well, kinda. This is based on <laughs> the silent movie era oh. in the late twenties, and then making that. Tra- I don't know if they make the transition into sound in this movie Babylon, but it is. You know, singing in the rain was based on. The real life story of Hollywood transitioning from silent mm. to sound. Yeah. And so this movie has a similar trajectory. Okay. So again, horny singing in the rain. Uh-huh. I'm here for it. Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. Gene Smart, yeah. Olivia Wilde. Well, and I saw that it said something like it was uh, a fever dream for the golden age of Hollywood Ooh. or the golden age of Hollywood as a fever dream or something like that. So like, like based somewhat in reality, but way over the top. Exactly. All right. I'm interested. I am too. And then I guess we'll find out that Margot Robbie's getting divorced. She's got another blind item. Yeah. Blinded by the Well, let's go back to a celebrity gossip mystery Mm. that has now been solved. So, Don, this might be new to you. Bradley, we're going to go ahead and correct the record on this because we guessed it wrong. Oh. This actor, showrunner, singer, writer was not thrilled that he had to invite a bunch of influencers and TikTok stars to his holiday party. But his agency paid, so he had no choice. Oh, God. Okay, now, I don't remember this one for some reason, but my mind goes to someone, and I don't know if this was the right answer or the wrong answer, but was this like a... 
uh, oh, what's his name? Um, names are really important when you're guessing names. Um, uh, Can I guess Mike White from White Lotus? Good guess, but it's wrong. Oh, that is a good guess. He's so mm-hmm. all over, you know, he can do all things. I'm thinking of that show, Horror Story. Oh, Ryan, Ryan Murphy. Murphy. Oh, that's also a good guess, but it is wrong. What did we guess? I don't even remember. <laughs> but <laughs> I know that we didn't guess it correctly because uh, this person, I'll tell you, they're known for their big annual holiday party. Uh, oh, oh, Heidi Klum? No, a showrunner. Heidi Klum out the desert. On the side. Well, and her macaws. Because yeah. <laughs> if you didn't know, Heidi Klum lives with a bunch of exotic oh, birds. Oh, yeah, gosh. that's her thing now. This is... <laughs> A, this um, is, this holiday is a, party. That's a Halloween party. A showrunner male. Uh-huh. Male? Okay. Uh-huh. Known for his holiday party. A male showrunner. I'm yeah. thinking of all... Oh, oh, Writer. oh. Like Tyler Perry? No. Um, this person is prolific in the world of animation. Also has a live action show that's going on right now. Dawn. I feel like you should. And notice. I am seeing an influencer. Judge. <laughs> no, but you're Tim, in the right ballpark. Tim okay. Burton? Oh no. no. Oh, um. Come on, guys. Okay, what? so animation. Yeah. Oh, is it like South the, Park? No. Trey Park. Is it like the guy we just talked about? <laughs> who? Oh God, we're really bad at this. Who's? Or re- I am. James Gunn. No, not James Gunn. No, this guy's a he's a pretty big darn deal. He's done a lot, very prolific. Um so prolific. Yeah, and I'm looking at some headlines about this holiday party. Not a lot, but I am seeing some influencers where you'd be like, "Why the heck is this person?" Oh, oh. we got a uh heads up from the Twitter. Yeah. From Andrew. Andrew Seth McFarlane. Andrew gets the ding. Yay! Andrew ding-a-ling-ling. <laughs> Andrew's always good for blind Seth items. McFarland. So he was trapped into... Oh, God. Yeah, so Seth McFarlane apparently not thrilled that he had to buy, invite a bunch of influencers and TikTok stars to his holiday party, but... He wasn't footing the bill. His agency was, so he had no choice. You do see a headline that uh, Dixie D'Amelio... Attended Seth oh my God. Oh, no. and not even Charlie. Not even What's Charlie. A Dixie? Dixie is a sister or a mom, right? Uh, yeah, a, a junior varsity Demelio. <laughs> okay, okay. Dixie Demelio. That would know be me. Dad like, dad is hey, just out to I'm date Dixie, people. I'm the cousin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Our dad's real creepy too, isn't he? He's yeah. out to date a bunch of. Oh, that, she's adorable yeah. though. Dixie Demelio is an American singer, social media known for her videos on TikTok. She's known the for her sister. elder sister of elder. Charlie. Okay. Okay, she's beautiful. All right, sorry. Thank you, but Holly. But Dixie, no one's whistling Dixie. <laughs> they probably are because she's a musician. <laughs> okay. Do you have something else? Sure. That's my... <laughs> she's like, that's my one pun that was my joke. Uh, I'm going to call up Bugs Bunny and tell him. Don. Don's got, Don's got, some, a, got yeah. some quality lols. Here's another one. What was that? What? what? Me laughing. What's that? Are you hearing things? <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, maybe somebody's working somewhere. Oh, I'm scared. Okay. Oh, no. What are you hearing? Are you hearing things? I heard... 
I love this. Okay, so I for the like, audience, that for the listeners Sorry, who don't know what's listeners. going on, the, uh, Holly's in a different studio, and sometimes wires get crossed, and you'll start hearing other people on a mic, mm, on a hot mic. Mike, uh, uh, yeah, um, Mike Ganger, check the bridge. Oh, okay. yeah, that might have been a that might have been a Steve Patterson coming through. I don't know. Anyways, what I thought it that? was someone's device talking. But oh, it wasn't. Okay. You know. Sorry, everybody. No, it's okay. It's Creepy. shocking when you hear something in your headphones that no one else hears. Like Steve left his mic on? I don't know. Yeah, maybe take... Yeah. Yeah. We'll do a little on-air production yeah. there. Yeah. But let's solve some celebrity gossip mysteries. Now, here's a new one. Well, you know, we'll do it. Why not? Apparently, this former B-list nighttime soap actress who has at least one sibling on the list who's not quite as well-known a lot yeah is making her i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Self-available as the next mom of a celebrity CEO baby. Hey, it pays more than her acting earns her right now. Whoa. There's so much going on. Celebrity CEO of a baby? <laughs> No, she's making a baby with a celebrity CEO. You all, they want to. They want to. Elon? Someone wants to date Elon Musk. Yes, and have a baby with him. Okay, yes. and Ding. this person was is a, a B-list soap actress. Yeah, nighttime soap. Nighttime. Ooh, nighttime yes. soap. Well, I will give you the hint. Yeah. This person was a star on... 90210. No. Like not. the reboot, not the original. Oh. It's not Tori Spelling. Oh, okay, because that's exactly like, where Tori. it went. I mean, <laughs> um, I get where the math came from. So well, we not, we might not know this person. Well, I, they're not a household name necessarily. And why is he dating randoms? Don, this is kind wow. of his thing. This is your second day wondering about <laughs> Elon Musk. And Elon. I'm just here to tell you, that's you're yeah. going to come up short every single time. I keep wanting time. to Google and I'm not allowing oh, myself. See, now Good Elon job. Musk has children with his ex-wife. He yeah. has children with Grimes. He has children with a former associate. His dad has children oh, yeah. with his stepdaughter. Yeah. Oh. Elon Musk's dad mm-hmm. has a child with his stepdaughter. No, he like, doesn't. Two. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. Yeah. Let's, you know, this is their thing. <gasps> yep. Okay, so. That's nasty. Okay, so are we going to get the name, Holly? No, I'm going to give you the name. Okay, okay. good. Anna Lynn McCord. Do you remember that Oh, name? that name does sound familiar. From 90210, the blind item, the hot goss. Allegedly, supposedly, she's like, hey. Oh, she oh, I is do so remember cute. her. Yeah, Elon Musk. Hey. I'll have a, a baby with you. Why I'll not? I'll have a baby with you because the baby will be amazing looking. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's so pretty. not a good reason to I know. It's not. Child, I'm sorry. So. Yeah. Dawn, thank you so much for all of those blind items, even the ones that... Dawn. Yeah. Hello. McFly. Well, I'm thanking you, too. Gosh. <laughs> you someone says up. thank you. You messed up. <laughs> Don't try to cover 
it up. Dawn, thanks for those. You're welcome. Thank you. Holly. See, I was being kind. Holly. Aww. Those were so good. <laughs> Gratitude is the attitude. Hey, it maybe is. NC Lawyer will have a fresh batch by tomorrow. Ooh. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be here with Holly getting that fresh batch tomorrow <laughs> on Blind Items. When okay. we come back, thank you, Holly. When we return... Uh, yes. I just want to make sure that we are going to say the following words. O.J. Simpson just Maury Povich'd himself about Khloe Kardashian. Find out what that means when we return right here on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. And, um, you know, O.J. Simpson is talking and sometimes we wish he wouldn't. Um, I think he wanted to put some rumors to rest. Yes. About Khloe Kardashian. That's a rumor. That he is the father of Khloe. Now, he is once again denying these rumors. So he basically got Maury Povich to show up and be like, (laughs) you are not the father. No, he did not do a DNA test. However, this is multiple times, I guess he said this, but somebody wanted him on their podcast, the Full Send podcast, and he at, was asked about the gossip that he and Chris may have had an affair going on uh, b- back in the day when OJ and Robert Kardashian were still good friends and before the murder trial. And OJ says there's no truth to the notion that he hooked up with Chris Jenner. He never, ever hooked up with Chris Jenner. He it- was never attracted to her, he said, and he didn't think she was attracted to him. And not to mention she was married to Bob at the time. So there's that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, first of all, uh, he can talk about whatever he wants, I guess. Yeah. But I'm like, would does it matter? Like, who does it like? Why? Right. Like, what's the are there really people out there who are still, you know, apparently um, that are like, oh, I you're think clearly that. Chloe's dad. And he said, I am not Chloe's dad. Yeah. Like, he didn't say I didn't just sleep with I didn't sleep with her and I'm not Chloe's dad. But I think, you know. Both things could be true, but also like one of them could be true, meaning maybe he's not Chloe's father. I don't, you know, I don't feel like he's Chloe's father, but, you know, that doesn't mean that he and Chris didn't do some stuff. Well, he said he's not attracted to her and she wasn't attracted to him, that there was no stuff. There wasn't any stuff. So, you know, here's the thing. She is quite a bit taller than her sister's. Okay. And so I think since she looks different and is taller, that she is like, okay. Well, there have been rumors about her. Yes. And it's like, why is this public, why is this something that people discuss? Especially whenever you're the person, think of it's you, you know? It's like if everybody's talking about and speculating who your dad is. That Well, that would hurt, right? Like, so if your dad is Robert Kardashian... Even if, like, because what we're talking about is biological Mm -hmm. fatherhood. Right. Right? Even if Chloe, let's just say, has a different biological father than Robert Kardashian, Robert Kardashian raised her Mm -hmm. as his daughter. And so what is, like, what's the value in, you know, making somebody think that somebody's not their father? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Because they're so uber famous and untouchable, I think people want to try to poke holes in any yeah. story that they have. And it's just mean. It there is. are many things that you could criticize Khloe Kardashian for legitimately and not 
don't require you to be a jerk. Right. And I just think that if you're speculating on the somebody's parent, like, ooh, that's not her. You know, I mean, sure, it's it's fine if it's just like you're having offhanded conspiracy theories about things. But like at a certain point, I feel like Chloe, that's not going to feel very good if people are constantly like, well, you know, Robert Kardashian's not her dad. Right. That would not feel good. It doesn't. No. I mean, I'm not one to have a lot of empathy for the Kardashians most days, but this is one where I think it's pretty straightforward. Like, like, come on. Yeah. Well, also, OJ, really? Like, you need to be talking about this anymore? Just talking well, about it and putting it in headlines probably screws with Chloe. It totally does. Now, he was asked by the podcaster. Yeah. He was asked in an interview. So I guess he's not going to go. I'm not going to talk about that. He could, could do that. But then he's like, listen, no, I just don't. I think he thinks he's helping. Yeah. But um, I think, helping. do you think that it would be <laughs> that they should maybe show the world and do like a DNA test? <laughs> That all the the Chloes and the Kims and the and the uh, all the Kardashian the three the three Ks that they should say listen we're all related you know if they want to they actually did I feel like there was an episode of that where they did the ancestry dot com and they weren't specific like about Chloe's results but there this was a thing because I remember talking about this years ago yeah um, because there have been all these rumors out there that Chloe. that that Robert Kardashian was not Chloe's father. And um, I think that they sort of like skirted around that issue on a particular episode of the old show, Keeping yeah. Up with the Kardashians. Making fun of it. But yeah, but it was not, they didn't take it seriously. So, and I just also think, like we've talked about this off the air because we love family history. And mm-hmm. in fact, later in the show, we're going to do just that. You got to be real careful when you start DNA testing people. Yeah. Right? Like, because if they were like, hey, guys, let's just all take a DNA test and find out. Well, what if they find out something they didn't know? Uh-huh. And don't gift Ancestry.com to people. Well, you can Ancestry.com <laughs> gift oh, or, them. Or 23 you the, and me. You mean the DNA test? Yeah. Not just like family. Like, you can make a family tree on Ancestry without having to dig into somebody's DNA. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Um, Just all of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's definitely okay, not. Tell me more. What do you mean? Because you don't know, especially if you're not within a family with somebody. Yeah. Some random person goes here. I got this for you, my boy, my son's girlfriend. Was it the DNA test or just like got what was what was the gift? It was like a twenty three and Me. Okay. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Because I totally agree. Like you don't give somebody like DNA opens up a can of worms that you might not be prepared. And for. it's not your business. And maybe the family doesn't want you doing that. Yeah. Just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not that you have no thoughts about it. No, I do. What have did you do about it? Um, I didn't. I mean, the thing is, is that you have to be sensitive to things that could like. It's just I wasn't. I didn't appreciate it. I didn't say anything to that person. Everything was the way it was. The truth was, but you have to be sensitive to people. Oh yeah, well, not just sensitive to people, but like again, you don't know what you're going to find. No, and that person might not and be prepared. You just give it as a gift. Yeah. No, people don't do don't, that. That's the problem is people aren't thinking about it. They not, that yeah, way. exactly. They like, think here's a the, fun thing. Yeah, like it's let's like, find out me. if we're from Scotland. <laughs> It's like, let's find out that grandma actually isn't your grandma. Right. Thank you. Ding, ding. Yeah. 
Or let's find out that there's a serial killer in your family and they just got arrested because actually I think that's pretty awesome mm-hmm. and cool. So that was cool. There's a whole conversation about um, there's a public registry that you can upload your DNA results to and keep it in an open like sure. group. Uh-huh. And then law enforcement can search it for serial killers. Oh, that's a really a good time around the holidays. Where could I sign up for that? I won't tell you okay. uh, on the air because when we come back, you're going to take us on a tour, an audio tour of Sylvester Stallone's Fantabulous Mansion, which we can buy for the low, low price of just $22.5 million. That's right. All right, we'll do that and not find out if there are serial killers in our past when we return <laughs> right here on My 